Welcome to the Without Limits podcast, where we break through barriers, revealing the keys to living an abundant life. Now, here are your hosts, Mark and Anne-Marie. And we're back for another episode of our podcast. We're happy that you've joined us today. Thank you so much for carving out time. Today we are looking at stepping stones and we're going to share some quick steps today with you to overcome barriers, to live life life without limits, to move that place of abundant life. And that's what we want for you. And we're so happy that you pulled up to the table or you're we're on a walk with you or we're in your car. We're so excited that uh, you're, you've chosen to spend time with us absolutely so um, I just want to take us on a little journey before we start oh. um, before we even talk about the topic today so I want a picture if you're driving don't close your eyes but if you're don't <laughs> close your eyes. <laughs> but if you're sitting in a quiet place just maybe close your eyes um, and I'm just going to take you on a bit of a journey so picture yourself it's a beautiful morning and you've got up early, you've had, you know, a lovely time with your coffee, you've enjoyed nature, and you thought, you know what, I'm going to go for a hike. I'm going to go for a hike. It's beautiful weather. There's no bugs. There's no bugs. Where is this place? (laughs) It's in our mind. (laughs) I want to go there. (laughs) So in our mind palace, we're on a beautiful, beautiful hike. So you've got your favorite shoes on, you've got your bottle of water, and you're ready to go. And you find this incredible place. It's this opening into this little forest. And you see this path that's, you know, it's it's not like you're forging through the woods, but you see a path that's already been forged. You don't need a machete. You're, you're, no. There is a, there is there a is beaten a path beaten there. Path. So picture yourself, you're taking your step into that path. You can feel the sunlight peeking through the trees you have that beautiful smell just picture that smell in that in that forest as you're walking on the trail you're hearing the birds you're seeing growth come up maybe there's trilliums or flowers growing and you're just enjoying this incredible time you're meditating you're you've got free-flowing ideas as you're walking through on this beautiful trail There's a light breeze that's coming through. And then up ahead, you see clearing. You see a bit of a clearing and you head that way to this clearing. You see the sun up there. So in the clearing, you come out and you hear water. And it sounds beautiful and it's trickling along. But you realize the path picks up on the other side of this little stream. Uh But what you notice about this stream, it's not quite shallow enough just to tiptoe across. And it's not quite narrow enough to kind of take a run for it and jump. It's actually it's actually a barrier that's that's come up on this beautiful journey that you've pictured for yourself that day. Because on the other side, you see this trail that's leading up a hill that's probably going to have an incredible view that you want. You want to get to that peak. So you look up and down, you look one way up the stream, and it actually is getting deeper. And you look the other way on the stream, and it actually has more currents. So you're kind of stuck in this place. But you look down and notice there are some stepping stones that would take you across if you're courageous enough to take that step. And that and and as you take those stepping stones across, then you're heading off the new path and up to your up to uh, that lookout, and you see That's the most good. beautiful view that you've ever had. 
That's amazing. So today, we're going to share some quick steps with you to get you across those barriers. So the first step Mark's going to share with you are those we're going to be talking about. Distractions. Distractions. We live in a world of distractions. You're right. You don't have to go find distractions. They find you. Right. <laughs> and I see the word, when I see the word distractions, I see it as it takes you off track. Oh. You're, you're distract. Oh, I've never so thought a, of it that way. Distraction. You you were going along. You had a plan. You had an idea. You were doing something. And then all of a sudden, you become distracted. Now, that could be just a, a barrier or an obstacle right in front of you that you right. have to, you know, forge through. Like you said, yeah. take those steps, go across mm -hmm. that creek. But sometimes they come to you from the left and the right. Mm -hmm. You weren't looking for them. You weren't planning them. They're just distractions. And right. some of them are just distractions of this of just being here. Right. So let's talk about three, Mark, that we're going to share today. Just quick steps, um, um of quick quick steps on your stepping stone. So first, what would, first, first one, one would yeah. be external distractions. Okay. So these are the things that really are outside of ourselves, often outside of our own control, but they play a busyness. Hmm. So you could become yeah. Too many things to do. Mm -hmm. You get to your workplace and there's just too many things to do. Right. So busyness. Inbox. In, inbox. Yeah, it's overflowing. Coming at you. Right. The news can be a distraction. Right. Or current events, mm -hmm. especially if something is going on, you know, that's big. It can become a distraction for you. Correct. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't take a look at it and be aware of some, some certain things that are going on with it. But if we're not careful, it can become a distraction and take us off our track. Mm -hmm. Social media is a big one. You can be engaged 24-7 with social media today if you desire. Mm -hmm. It's always you, open. It's always <laughs> open. They never close 365 days a year. And one of the things that I found that helps me to avoid external distractions is, surprisingly enough, having an internal list. Mm. So if I have a... You're a master at this. So help, help us understand how to do that. So I find that if you, um, I have a very, very simple system that I have used for years and years and years. Um, I read it in a book a long time ago. And essentially what I do is I write four or five things on a list. Now people say then number them in the order of their priority. What I do is I write four or five things on a piece of paper that I want to get done today. Now it doesn't mean that other things are not going to get done. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that I'm linear. Yeah. But these are things that I would like. I would feel better at the end of the day if these things were accomplished. Mm -hmm. Some of them could be personal. Some of them could be professional. Some of them could be you have no choice. I right. Mean, go get For the your, family. Go get or, your driver's license right. renewed or yeah. something. Yeah. And what I do is I take that list and I read it out loud hmm. all the way from top to bottom. And I read those items from the order I wrote them in from top to bottom. Mm-hmm. And I read them until my mind doesn't get distracted. Oh. So that means that when I'm reading them, I picture myself doing that thing. Right. In the list as I read the words. So then it becomes a point where you read all of them and your mind actually goes to each of those places, locations, or sees itself doing that thing. As soon as I've done that, I put the list down and I go about my day. And in years, I've never gotten to the end of the day and then picked my list mm -hmm. back up. I don't touch it again. I don't have to look at it again. 
and I've never picked the list back up, and I can just check everything one of those things off. It's amazing how yeah. they get themselves I've seen done. You, I've seen you do that. I've seen your little list, and at the end of the day, you hold it up and say, it's done. It's done. And it's, it's, done. it's amazing how it, how it actually, you know. Um, and I learned also another thing to keep me to keep me from being distracted was I mean, you can call it accountability, but I call it getting one thing done. So sometimes mm. you could be doing a series of projects. Let's say there's something at work and there's a whole bunch of components that have to be done to, for the whole thing to right. be completed. Yeah. I find that you can have 10 things 60 percent done. Mm-hmm. Or you can get one thing done and then get the next thing done and the next thing done. Mm-hmm. I learned this lesson the hard way. It was actually you who taught me this. I was on a day off and I was doing some projects outside. And I had gotten up that day, hadn't written it down, but I had been planning this project. Right. And I started into it and I got distracted. This is 15 years ago. And I got distracted onto something else and onto something else. And the next thing I knew, you were pulling in the driveway. And I realized that I had done all kinds of things all day, mm. but had actually not completed any of them. Right. And that was the day that I decided that I would have an intention, I would write that intention down, and I would finish that task. That's and that, great. that fills us with a sense of It's almost of that's a great metaphor almost of that busy, you were busy all day. Got a lot of things done. Got it. And you felt like at the end of the day, it's like, I'm exhausted. I got so much done. But did I really? Nothing got finished. Right. It was actually no productivity right. from it. So that external pressure was really like, it was like a distraction. One big distraction. Right. So I think what you've shared, Mark, um, today and making that intention is with those externals. And if I could just add one more, what I found too, is if I'm feeling distracted from external things, I might move to a new dedicated space. And I often call uh, call it, I've changed my state. So even at work, if I'm, I'm finding I'm flitting, and I don't know if our listeners ever do this, but I sure do is I, I pile hop. I'll move something to another pile, and now I've got this pile over here, and That's good. and then I move my piles around, and I'm not getting things done. So what I will do is I will sort what I really need, gather it up, find a meeting room in the office, go to another room in the house, whatever I need to do, get rid of all of those distractions external, and just say, I'm going to sit here for this time, and I'm going to focus on this and complete it. That's great. And it's, it's, I don't have my phone ringing. I don't have my staff coming. I just can focus. Uh, so that's been, that's been really helpful. So those externals, as we're off track, those external distractions, if we can get over those, that's another stepping stone to moving to an abundant life is, um, so I'm going to share another quick step if I sure. can. So my quick step and what I've struggled with has been more of some internal distractions and I call it monkey brain. And I don't know if that's a proper term or I don't know where I heard it, but it's almost, and it's probably because I'm a super creative. I know you don't have monkey brain like I do, Mark, and you just laugh and think, oh my God, I'd hate to live a life with a monkey brain. You have monkey brain. I do. And a lot of creative people that I know in business and as entrepreneurs and at work, uh, creatives often have that because we have so many ideas coming and we often have to have strategies to rein in that little monkey to get us to focus. So um, one thing with and with monkey brain is when all these ideas are coming, it can really limit. It's like the start. It's like false starts. Like you start something, another idea comes. Yes. You move forward a couple right. of steps and then boom. It peters out. 
right? So it's that kind of thing. So what I have found, if I can share some step, steps, um, some quick steps to overcoming um, that monkey brain, because really the goal of calming that monkey is to focus, because we have trouble focusing. Anyone, uh, any of our listeners that struggle with that internal distraction that we, you know, it's like squirrel or something shiny, those kinds of things, those are internal and we can overcome them. And I've had sure to can. learn that over the years. One thing that I have found personally, and it'll depend on our listeners if this works, but I find sometimes when I'm in that monkey brain, I get a little bit agitated physically in my body because I think I really want to focus, but I don't know how. So as soon as I get up and move my body, I have literally got up and I'm doing this in our studio today is shaking my shaking my arms or getting up and doing doing a shake. I have a yoga teacher that teaches that strategy and it's been really incredible. Or if I go out on my bike, even for half an hour and come back, uh, my mind has quieted. Often by moving, I've processed something that was stuck in my brain and I can move forward that way as well. In the, the middle of a movie. That's I do that often. Push I've gotta, pause. I've got to move. I got to move. There she goes. I got to go. Bike ride. Exactly. And I'll come back and we'll pick up the movie <laughs> later. Um, the other thing, and I kind of did it through when we started out, when we took our hike, was some kind of a meditation where you can calm yourself as well. And there's some great ones on YouTube. There's some great, um, great ones. We have a couple of guests coming on in the future on our podcast that do some incredible meditations through through yoga and through their practice. The other thing that really helps my internal distractions is I have something called a passion planner. Yes. I love my passion planner because it's not just about to-do lists and marking out my time, but it's also about really making sure my vision is clear. It's a passion planner because you're pa- you're planning out your passion. It focuses on wins. It focuses on your intentions. It's a great planner uh, for people that struggle internally with distractions to get that out. And then what I can do in there is time block. So I can say, okay, for this 30 minutes, this is what I'm going to do. And I am going to finish it. And I can, and I can declare that. And you are a pro. Yes. With the passion. I love the passion planner. It's got color in it. I've got stickers. She sits down and she lays it across her lap. She yep. has her pen in her hand yep. and she rubs her hands across her pen, passion planner and she smiles. Exactly. And then she goes to work. And it may appear to somebody on the outside that what is that really going to accomplish? Right. But it does. It does. It and does. I look it at it again at the end of the day and I just feel so satisfied and I'm yes. so grateful. And that's when I start and end my days. I'm putting my hands on this gratitude. You You're right. I didn't even I didn't notice that I didn't know yes. that you noticed that. Um the other thing that I do, especially more so at work, um when I'm working on a big project is I will put a do not disturb sign on my door, but it usually is something funny like, you know, thinking in progress or, you know, um, I'll put funny pictures or something and my staff will know this isn't a time to interrupt Anne-Marie because if I get interrupted, I get off to something else and it's hard to come back. So carve out that time, put some boundaries around it, let people know around you that you need the time. You're not being rude. Nope. You're just saying, you know what, I just, I'm just going to go to this place for 30 minutes. I need to focus. When I finish, let's go do that thing that you wanted to do or whatever that is. The other last thing, if I can just share on this, on this uh, quick step is... Uh, the time of day. Be aware of your energy through the day. 
I know for me, I'm a morning person. And I know when I get up early and I'm, you know, with my passion planner and I get some things done, I've got quite a few things done before even nine in the morning, because that's my time. And then as the as my day goes and my energy wanes around three o'clock, I need to lay down and have a rest. But guess what? I get up again and I have this renewed energy that comes. So be aware. So I just challenge our listeners. Be aware of your energy flow through the day and own that. Work with it. Work with it. Don't say, well, I should really get up earlier or I should really be able to focus at, you know, 8.30. When Everyone's rhythm is different. You don't come alive till 2 maybe. I worked with someone. She would she worked uh, later in the day because that's when her energy was. I have a staff member. She'd rather get up, come in later and work later. Well, that's perfectly fine. So we have to take off these rigid boundaries around, no, you have to sit there from 8 to 4 and that's when you will be productive. That's not going to work. It's not necessarily- that's not a, that's not true. So that stepping stone, as we, uh, you know, tame the monkey brain, uh, we can take a step to the next one. And Mark's going to share our last quick step about distractions. It kind of ties into what you were mentioning about, you know, putting aside that that dedicated space and maybe putting up a do not disturb sign in a in a friendlier way than that. And this is something that I'm very, very strong at, and I call it guarding your environment. Mm. So as we've talked about external and internal, there's there can also be people distractions. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't want to say, I'm a, by nature a very private person. I generally am very, um, you know, I can be, um, you know, I like to study. I like to spend time mu- with music. I'm very comfortable in my own skin. Let's mm-hmm. say it that way. I'm very comfortable be- like being alone or being with myself. And I've had a large family. We have five children. So there's a lot of activities, a lot of things that can be going on all the time. And if you, there's these things that you want to get accomplished, if there's things that you want to, um, uh, fu- you know, fulfill, then you have to carve out some time and you have to have a place to do it. And one of the things that I found is I, you have to have a, I don't want to say closed or protected but you have to really watch the pressures that other people can put on you mm-hmm. because other people are always trying to get, you know, what their thing yes. done. You know, there's a pressure from work. There's pressure from all around us of things that people are inviting us into their mm-hmm. to-do list and I know their today yeah. list. And I know when we had young children, um, what what I struggled with and I had to overcome, and we're going to do a whole podcast just on kids and how did we survive five of them. <laughs> um, but one thing that I noticed, you can almost resent the people in your life because they're pulling you from what you need to do. So I had to reframe that. We had three children under the last three, under three and a half years, and they was busy. Three in diapers. We We had three in diapers. It was busy. And I used to think, why are they doing this to me. I'd clean a room and then it would be trashed. And I I had to really reframe that this people distraction was my place of service at that time. They weren't doing anything to me. They were living their life. And sometimes when we have these people distractions, we have to reframe. Have you ever gone to a store and the customer service person made you feel like you were the biggest interruption of their day? Yesterday. Okay, there it is, right? So you, you went and went, you know, or you're talking to them and they answer the phone when you're already engaged. Like there's that whole thing where you're treated like 
you're a you're the distraction that you've brought has been a huge distraction for that person so we have to be mindful if we're in service we can't make the people coming to us feel like they've they've caused a problem with our distraction that's why we need strategies to guard around that would you agree absolutely and some of the strategies that i i mean they they're they're a bit extreme mhm but it has paid off over the years. And that is because you can you can initiate and you can activate who you want to be around, when you want to be around them. You can control this. We can sometimes feel that we have to immediately respond to any external mm-hmm. pressure that we receive from other people. Right. And we don't always have to. We don't yeah. have to respond to that. Right. We can come forward when we're ready. We can come forward when we're prepared. We can come forward when we think we have something to contribute to that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And part of it, I think, Mark, to build off of what you just said is communicating with the people around you around letting them know, letting them know. like you would come home from work a busy day, say, you know what, I just need to go downstairs, listen to some music, and then we'll start our evening together. So that was great. Initially, when we first when we were early married, and you just did that, I thought you were kind, not rejecting me, but nope. just didn't want to be with me or something. And, and I thought, no, as soon as you communicated that, then we were in partnership. Communication is the key. Right, to that. right. And then even with social media, there may be people that you have to look at your, your, you know, let's say Facebook, for example, and is everyone in your group really feeding and aligning with your purpose and values? I've had to unfriend some people because of, you know, their negative comments they would bring up or not against me, but just generally in the world. And I thought, you know what, I, I don't, I don't want that in my life. Align with that. Exactly. I don't wish them ill well, ill will, but I don't want them. And they were posting things on my wall. And I thought that doesn't speak to who I am and where I'm going. And some of those things can show up and it's maybe not even the personal relationship that you have. Right. With because we can often have sort of a social media persona. True. Some people can have, you know, opinions right. or worldviews, yeah. paradigms that affect right. them in social media. True. That you'd never even encountered in your personal no. life. So that's something that you have to be aware of as you go forward. And sometimes limiting that access mm-hmm. or limiting their access to you. And I call is that a strategy. Yeah, I call that kind of choosing your tribe. Like they say that, you know, the you know, the five people that are around you are probably going to be the most influential. So choose wisely. Choose wisely the people around you. Treat them with dignity and respect if you have to put boundaries around people that aren't serving you. But really choose wisely who you want to spend time with. So we hope that these stepping stones um, that we've shared today, I'll just quickly do a recap. The first stepping stone was really putting boundaries around external distractions, those ones that that can take us off off track, the internal that could, um, you know, I talked about the monkey brain. So those things that we can do to calm that those internal distractions, and then the people in our life to not treat them as distractions, but partner with them in our journey to an abundant life. So I want to thank our guests for joining us today. You want to connect with us, livingwithoutlimits.ca is our website. And if you want to be a guest on our show, you can um, fill out the form there and we'll connect you. There's a place to ask questions. Um, We'd love to engage with you. And if you want to engage more fully in conversation with other people in our tribe, we have a Without Limits podcast Facebook group. And we, that's where we put information about our guests, where we put other, you know, resources in there as well. And you can engage more in conversation. 
So again, we want to thank you for, um, you know, stepping in with us um, on the stepping stones and uh, moving a few quick, steps. quick steps across the barriers to living a life of abundance without limits. Thank you for joining us. The Without Limits Podcast, where we break through barriers, revealing the keys to living an abundant life. Your hosts have been Mark 